This week, we have part two of the conversation with Sam Say. Last week in part one, we talked about 2019 Kanye to 2022 Ye and sort of what our perceptions are of him over that time frame. We also started the, con- the question or, or the conversation around the question of is Kanye anti-Semitic? We're going to continue that conversation or that part of the conversation uh, right now. We're sort of speaking about was Kanye trolling the concept of Nazis with his comment or, or that's sort of the question hypothesis I put forward and me and Sam uh, hash that out a little bit further. Then we're going to get into did Kanye incite violence with his tweets? And as a little bit of free speech there, which then transitions into a conversation around uh, Sam's political philosophy. So on that note. And me roll the clip. If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. What is the long-term effect of too much information? Information, information. I just need some information. I've been dying. I've been dying. Is it lack of education? I've been reading. I've been reading without any transformation. I'm addicted. I'm addicted. Is it overstimulation? Welcome to the Successor. The Successor. Words show partiality against so I can only go from, again, what his mouth is saying, not what his mind is thinking. I don't know what his mind is thinking. But again, when yeah. he's had weeks of people reaching out to him, his friends, and even before all this came out, I remember I remember hearing some time ago that he had an affinity for Hitler. And it was rumors. There was nothing facts-based, but there were rumors about this. And then I'm forgetting exactly what it is that he said in the um, Tucker interview, but they edited it out. They were trying to help him, you know? And this is, you know, and it, I'm forgetting what it was, but it was very bad as well, too. So, mm-hmm. um, again, I think we're giving Kanye too much credit. I think um, while all my thoughts are theological, I also believe in the philosophical um, thinking when it comes to Occam's razor. The simplest answer here is that he means what, what he says. Um, yeah. And I struggle to find any other way to reason um, that he is not being anti-Semitic. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say the the other thing that he did say that I think is help is is was a comment that I still am like I gotta almost go back and re-listen to the segment. There was a part of the Alex Jones interview where he basically was like, "It's the devil. The devil is what causes people, any group of people, whether the Zionist or what." And he was basically like saying, "Yeah, I'm the evil is coming from the devil, co- you know, deceiving people." And, and I'm, I'm obviously paraphrasing what he said, but that was, I think, a little bit along the lines of what you were saying, where Alex was trying to go, are you saying this? Are you saying this? And like, he was sort of, co- I don't want to say coached into that, but it was like, yes, no, he was like affirming sort of almost that like the the people that do evil are the result of the devil causing it. As a, And so he was, again, this is where I go back to the idea of like, is he trolling a bit? He's hindering, he's saying you know, and if I wanted to go back to your tweet, so you or sorry, you had a Facebook post that I don't know if you saw the comment I put back on it when you were saying about plant Planned Parenthood, right? Your 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 post is Planned Parenthood do good things too. I don't like the word evil next to Planned Parenthood. I love babies, but I also love Planned Parenthood. There are a lot of things I love about Planned Parenthood. And that was in quotation marks. And then according to some conservative Kanye fans, this would be okay. Mm-hmm. So my, my criticism that I sort of posted was something like, I think this is a false equivalency because Planned Parenthood is an institution or a corporation and, and Nazis are generally people. And so is he like arguably trying to take evil away from a categorizing people? Again, if I get him, I'm trying to steal man him, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit in, in these comments. But that's where I would say, okay, I don't know that he would associate it the same way because evil is he trying to take i took it as he was trying to take evil away from just calling people evil as opposed to people do evil things and the and, and to your point you're probably going to go back to well he's calling the jews evil well, actually in, in, actually that that tweet was intentional i use planned parenthood exactly guess who's called planned parenthood evil who kanye oh okay yeah. So <laughs> even more reason why you did it. <laughs> yeah. So I I was just kind of watching. Some, I didn't read your comment yet, but he's no. I posted me. it like like honestly like half an hour before we went live. Oh, I was like, okay. there's no way you're gonna see this. So yeah. No, but Kanye has called them evil. Um, yeah. and he's talked about his own experience right with uh, abortion and everything. So 
Um, but and but 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 Nazis are a group of people made up of people, right? Yep. Um, Planned Parenthood. Sorry, let me say differently. Nazis are were a group that were made up of people. Planned Parenthood is a group made up of people. Is it really the same thing? Say it's the same thing. I think because they're an organization, we choose yeah. to no, but like no, Nazis yeah, were no, in, I know where you're going. I, I, yeah, we're in a sense also an organization. So um it's really the same thing. But 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 my point is that Kanye is remarkably inconsistent. I think that the point too is that we well, I won't say we maybe because I'll say that Kanye's defenders are also remarkably inconsistent because they recognize that look, here's the, the, the intention. The the intention too is that well, Planned Parenthood does some good too. They do, right? Not concerning abortion, but yeah, <laughs> not yeah, at the, all. The other aspect of services. Yeah, but there's provide. there's some things I'm sure they do. I mean, they made an image of God, so they do some good. But we yeah, know yeah. we wouldn't call them good, right? Because yes, God surely yes. wouldn't. But yet, yeah. when it comes to the Nazis, if because I think again, because Kanye is saying. That a lot of us are choosing to say, but well, he can't possibly mean what he's saying. No, I'm saying he's he really means what he is saying. Because again, if anybody right now, okay, I, I don't mean to maybe call these people out, but if the if a right from the gospel coalition was to say exactly what Kanye said about Planned Parenthood, man, they'll be saying, Whoa, see, look at these guys, man. You see, they become worldly. But then when it's Kanye, because there is, I think, a certain bias toward Kanye, where he's like, Well, he's he's a baby Christian. He's coming towards us, man. Don't you see that he's one of the few people in, in that horrible, horrible Hollywood who has seen the light? So we're like, man, like, it's just encouragement. Let's pray for him. Don't say anything. But TGC, like, oh, man, those guys, man, they become part of the Democrats. So everything they say, <laughs> we're against yeah, yeah. them. So, again, no, I, I see it. It's it's fair, right? Like that, and that's where I, I think you started off the show saying, like, you were going to go in one direction talking about anti-Semitism, and, and this sort of caused you to go in the opposite. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I just want consistency. I, I want yep. consistency. And that's, I, I've, I can be inconsistent. Um, and I hate that in myself. And I hate that in others too. And I think a lot of the arguments, people I think are bending over backwards, trying to make an argument for Kanye that he himself is saying, no, 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 you're wrong. I'm saying exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. So it's like, I, you know, something like, believe the guy when he says what he is saying, yep. you know? Yep. Um, so again, every indication, if he were to come out, and say again, I don't know how he can. Uh, what he says, what he said. Before they come out saying, you know, you know what, um, I, 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 I didn't mean to say what I, you know, what some people think I said or something. I might be a little bit more. I mean, I don't know if I believe him. But I'd be a bit more willing to believe him. But yeah. when he's doubling down on it, and again, it's it's been it's not just that interview, but it's a whole weeks worth of anti-Semitic words. Um, I, I, I struggle uh, to come up with any other explanation, but that he is saying what he's saying, he means it. Yeah, no, and 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 I, like I said, I think for me, it's the reconciling the multiple layers of things that he said that leaves me a little bit of like, okay, I don't know where to judge him yet. I don't want to defend him at the same time that I don't want to condemn him. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to sort of watch with a careful eye and hope that, you know, this this sideshow continues to some extent because mm -hmm. I'm enjoying the, the perspective from the outside. Um, mm -hmm. But also, you know, as I look for, you know, because I, I think the one thing that I haven't seen from him that would be very telling is the level of like um, sort of action oriented that we see from the woke culture. Right, like say it again, please. I don't, say it again. The the action oriented nature of what we see from the woke culture, with regards to like, you know, let's say affirmative action type of stuff regarding uh, white privilege, right? And and so we don't necessarily see like right now. It seems like he's trying to call out certain people and categorize them as the Jews, and and then you know label them with with poor behavior, right? When he's talking about the the Israeli government and making fun of Netanyahu. Um, but in the sense of like calling for extermination of a race or calling for, you know, something negative against them. That's what I'm saying. Like there, there's a lack of sort of the action oriented side of, of, I, unless I, I think, 
you've heard something that I haven't. Yeah, heard. I, I, I don't. Well, I think him saying I'm going DeathCon three on Jews, I think, would be. I don't know what that means, but what he is generally yeah. saying. Well, is I took it as like attacking. a Twitter type of like. I think. Yeah. He was referencing but, the first time he tweeted something as DeathCon one, and I agree yeah. with you. I didn't quite understand what he meant by that. It was like. Yeah. But he was referring to like them because on the Alex Jones show, I think he had all these canceled people. Uh, Nick Fuentes, Alex, and I think one other guy. I was listening, so I didn't see it. Um, tweeting yeah. from his from his phone as co- like on his Twitter account, and he yeah. made reference to that being DefCon Two or something. And I again, yeah. I didn't comprehend what it is. But yeah. to your point, this could very well be a sort of action oriented claim that would change my course of like, okay, yeah, pump for, the brakes. For, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but, but I, I do agree that he's not. Um, he's not calling for violence. And I don't know if I'm talking about that in a second towards Jews. I agree with that. But when he says that I'm going death con three on Jews, he is saying that he himself is going to take his particular action against Jews. So it may not be activism. Well, it may not be what we might think of as activism, but he is being an activist. He is doing, going to these interviews, having uh, social media posts where he is, you know, he is advocating against Jews. So I would say that that is an action, even if it's not a policy or a protest. That's as an individual, the best he can do now. And I think I say the yeah. best. I should say the worst he can do now. I should say. Um, but, but I think. But that's where again, you know, if his personal actions are legal and you know, going, you know, trying to get revenge. Let's say in in, um, you know, common business ways. I don't know for a horrible way of saying it, right? Like we would we would sort of maybe have a criticism towards him, but we're not going to say it's morally unethical. Right. Cause you know, the example that comes to mind is I, I think about the whole, he put money in the JP Morgan account and they shut him down. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and basically if I understand correctly, he had like $140 million and they shut him down cause he had a tax bill of 50 million. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and so these are examples where he's clearly been in battle. And so, you know, again, that's where I go. What that, that's an example where maybe the action he's referring to is I'm waging war with you individuals, as opposed to a group of people that I'm, you know, whether it's inciting violence yeah. or hatred towards, yeah. you know, the broader community. Yeah. The point I'm making those are the problem is that he's referring to these individuals as Jews, not as the yes. individuals, yep. as, yep. not as JP Morgan, not as, but it's as the Jews, but, but more than that too, um, you know, going back to woke people, you know, when Ibrahim Kendi largely, hasn't done any real activism. He's just, at least in terms of what we might think of as you know, Black Lives Matter type of activism. But we all call him a racist. We call him mm-hmm. you know, black supremacist or whatever it is, because we know that, well, what he is saying has influence. What he is saying has an impact. And he is cre- he's changing some people's minds, which we saw in 2020. So yeah. I think that while Kanye, of course, is, again, I don't, in my opinion, I don't think how do I say this? Um, again, Kanye is not doing, is not bringing, is not causing any violence. But I think that would be a reductionist way of looking at it. My main, mm-hmm. my main thinking is, is he showing partiality? Is he being anti-Semitic? I'm glad yeah. he's not being violent. But there is a reality. There is a reality. That, look, again, I, I can't reference it before. Amongst a lot of black people, amongst a lot of black Americans, not the, not the, the majority by any means, but a strong number of people. There is a there is a strong hatred for Jews, and you mm-hmm. saw that I think a couple of years ago, maybe last year. There was a string of attacks against uh, Jews from Black people. Interesting. Again, uh, I, I I'm not saying that um, Kanye is the problem necessarily for that. This has been going on for a long time, but yeah. Kanye's words can impact people into yep. doing a lot of violence against Jews. Would that be? him inciting violence no but would that be him in his own way uh um, tempting people into violence yes yeah providing uh, a level of affirmation to their beliefs yes yes yeah. Uh, yeah. but again that's not saying I, I believe he should be canceled or anything i'm just saying that in terms of him doing activism or whatever i think what he is saying is um is bad enough that we can address that for what it is no, and I think I think that's good. And and you know, coming around to 
sort of the the Twitter, you know, inciting violence. I think we we've sort of slowly transitioned into it. But the other part of that sort of gets into, you know, the role of free speech. What's the response to this? You know, is suspending him off of Twitter. Um, you know, I I would say unless they're calling that Jewish star, the star of David intermixed with the swastika, a um, incitement to violence. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure what exactly he did that would be qualified yeah. as that. Because as I understand it, that's what he's suspended for. Yeah. Sorry. Give, I know this is live. Yeah. Two seconds. I'm going. My battery is about to die, so let me just quickly charge it. Sorry, guys. Um, this is this is live. It'll be truly yeah, yeah. just a few seconds. It's all good. I will. Uh, I'll make some commentary on. Uh, so for whatever reason, Kanye posted a. Um, his last tweet is like, I don't know who it is, but I would speculate it's a Jewish guy. But basically, Elon Musk is getting sprayed with a hose on a boat labeled Zeus. Um, and, and the tweet was basically like, let's always remember this as my final tweet. So, um, so I don't I'm know so what, sorry, what, bro. It's I, all good. My headphones were off. I did not hear what you were I know, saying. I'm I sorry. know you didn't. I was sort of just giving oh, people okay. commentary on Twitter. Sorry. And his last tweet was uh, someone spraying Elon Musk with a hose was the picture. And he's like, let this be remembered as my yeah. last tweet. Um, yeah. I mean, he obviously knew it was getting canceled or about to get nuked his account. I'm not yeah. quite sure how that works, but. I know I didn't get any warning when I lost my Instagram, but um, yeah, it's... I miss you on there, man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah you've been, yeah, uh, yeah. I, once Dude, I, I was gonna... it's I love it and hate it at the same time. Like you know, I had a little bit of a following on there. I got shadow banned a couple times, but you know, Kanye made a comment during the Alex Jones where he's like, "Man, my 30 day detox from Instagram was like the best thing ever." Yeah. And and I would say, like, I can definitely look back and go, like, I'm glad I'm not on Instagram. I don't know that I want to go back. Uh, yeah. I've sort of been like, until they give me my my handle back, which is the TJOLN39, until I can get back with that, I'm not even going to try. And maybe it's blocked well, forever. I don't know. Well, I guess you're a better man than me because I would be devastated, man, if I lost mine. All right. Maybe I shouldn't say that in case someone on Instagram is watching. Right now. You know what? When I, you want to devastate that guy? <laughs> Torture no. you. Yeah. But no. Um, I mean, part of that too is Instagram is kind of part of my work now too, so that's kind of uh, what it is. Yeah, but, yeah, that would that would be a problem. Yeah, but <laughs> to, to to your question, um, yeah, I I I said it. Um, I've said it a couple of times. I think once in my article and uh, on social media that I don't believe it should be canceled. I don't, I don't think you should lose his social media uh, because of what he's saying. Now, I've made it pretty clear that I find what he's saying disgusting, and I find a lot of people's words or reactions in support of Kanye disgusting. And yet I want the right to be disgusted by some people's words. Um, and I want people to have the right to say some disgusting things because people, some people, in fact, one of the fascinating things about the past week is I've managed to anger three different kinds of people. I've angered a lot of people that I would say are anti-Semitic or people who are defending Kanye. Uh, not that everyone who's defending Kanye is anti-Semitic. I'm just saying that there's, there's a lot of confusion. Yeah, there's there. an overlap there. Yeah. And then there's also um, I made a post about I think it was about gay marriage or something like that. And a lot of the LGBTQ people came after me. hundreds of them came after me. Um, and then um, in my article, I also talked about how if you are a critical race theorist, you know, you're no different than anti-Semitic people, which brought a lot of the woke people against me because they were <laughs> also angry at me. So I angered, and it was, it was, I was getting a lot of, I mean, I don't care. I laugh at some of the comments that they're saying, but um, it, so I was like, yeah. Anyway, but the point is, is that some people find my words disgusting. And I don't think that because of that, they should be canceling me from social media either. So I completely believe in free speech for all. As I mentioned in my article, unless someone is essentially um, committing a crime, unless they are threatening violence, unless they are truly inciting violence, what he did was not inciting violence. What he did was was horrible. Um, I um, it's obviously offensive to a lot of people, um, but I don't believe that he should be canceled. If someone calls me, um, I mean, I only use the full word, but I don't know how people feel about it. So I'll just say the N word. Someone called me the N word. I say, well, they've sinned. Should they be banned for that? No. Um, so, yeah. So I to, to, so that I was very disappointed um, in Elon Musk for doing that. 
Yeah. No, I, I agree. And and I think, you know, this sort of ties in well to where where I want to go just to finish up is, you know, sort of your political philosophy. This sort of touches free speech. And I would, based on what you've said, you're, let's say, one degree removed from an, a free speech absolutist. It's probably a, a good, you know, some level yeah. of reservation. Um, but yeah. for the most part, you know, it's, I think you would agree that uh, the answer to bad speech is more speech, not silencing of the speech. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, I mean, you might disagree with me, but I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I would still call myself a free speech absolutist. I, I wouldn't have, uh, sorry, free speech absolutionist. I wouldn't have an issue with that, with that phrase. Um, although some people might think that I'm not, which is fine, but that's what I would, I would say to, for myself anyways. Yeah. And I only say one degree removed as in like, you know, maybe there's a small segment of things that, okay, let's put that in the corner. But, but for, you know, like you said, uh, inciting violence or committing a crime other than that, you know, let people yeah. say whatever they want to say, let yeah. them hang yeah. themselves in some sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I think, I think censorship is either motivated out of, you know, hiding ideas or you you're treating people like children, right? Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're not adult enough to think for themselves and recognize yeah. bad ideas. Um, exactly. And, exactly. And unfor- you, Go ahead. Yeah. And I know we'll talk about my political philosophy in a second, but um, Elon Musk has said that he does believe that um, Twitter is the, um, what did he use? Um, the, um, forgetting the phrase he used, it is the town hall, I think, of our society. Um and is that what he used to town hall? Uh, maybe I'm forgetting some, exactly. Yeah, some something like that. I mean, he's also yeah. said, I think this is pretty good. He's like, I want to piss off, you know, 10% on the left and 10% on the right. If I'm, if I'm 80, middle yes. 80 are happy with me, then, yeah. then we're good. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's a pretty decent way of, of trying to, you know, find a solution for how, how Twitter should run. Yes, yes. Um, but the problem is, unless I'm wrong, um, because sometimes I guess the laws on hate speech. I mean, in Canada, I mean, in Canada, uh, Kanye would be in jail for 25 years for posting that image. Um, in America, um, I'm not quite sure that would be the case. Um, so, you know, if, if my point is that if 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 Kanye's words are not criminal and they're not, then he should be on social media. At the same time, I also do affirm the right. Um, now, people might disagree with me on this. Some conservatives, but that. Twitter has, I think, the right to do whatever they please. Yeah. Um, yep. I, I, I hate that they have that much power, but I also know that they're a private organization, and I want them to then choose for themselves what they think is best. The same way that I want every uh, private um, owner of a business to choose for themselves what they think is best as well. Yeah. And and ideally, we want them to be transparent about how they operate, so we can tell yes. them to screw you if we don't like it. Exactly. 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 <laughs> right. Exactly. And and so it's a, an aspect of walking away. So, I mean, what's great is, you know, without even trying, we also sort of touched on property rights again, yeah. you know, another <laughs> political philosophy, right? Which, yeah. and I would say I, I'm, I'm right there with you, right? I, I'm, um, if I, I use this term in reference to so the healthcare, but I think it sort of relates here. I've been saying more recently that both American and Canadian healthcare are actually a lot more similar than people think. They're both very authoritarian. In Canada, we have a socialist system, and in the States, we have a fascist system. And Mm. largely that is that the system is so highly regulated and so highly influenced by government telling the businesses what to do that they're both authoritarian systems. Um, And you don't have property rights with respect to to, health care. By the way, I'm not surprised by what you said, but I'm still glad that you said it. I hate it when people call our, our, as in Canada's healthcare system, a social health care. No, it's a socialist health care. I hate that so much. It's like, what, what, what is this social health care? It, it's socialist. Call it communist. Call it socialist. Don't call it social. Don't call it free. Don't call it government run. No, it's socialist. So anyway, um, um, yeah, I agree with you there. But yeah, I, I, I've i actually never heard someone refer to America's healthcare system as fascist. And you're right. You're very right. I didn't think about that. I knew, of course, that it was authoritarian, but I did not quite um, um, um refer to it as fascist and yeah that's actually very true right? well and i think i think for for you know we we did an episode on uh intro to fascism and liberalism and and i think 
you know, so many people, the predicament is that they associate the other aspects of a fascist government with fascism. And, and really the, the simplest sense it's government control of private property. Yeah. That's what fascism yeah. is. Yeah. It's that yeah. the problem is that these fascist governments usually use a lot of violence. They use other tactics in order to sort of execute their programs or plans, not to mention, you know, the, the killing of their citizens and other things that go along with it. So, um, yeah. I think fascism has a much, um, broader sort of reference point, but, but in the simplest sense, that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. you liked it. Um, in terms of <laughs> let's coming back to, to your philosophy. Um, I think, you know, many people would probably call you a conservative, put you in the conservative camp. Um, where, where would you, you know, maybe you don't have to necessarily give yourself a label, but you know, where does your um, political leaning sort of derive from or, yeah. or principles? You know, I always say like, I'm more principle based. And so, Hey, what's the yeah. principle? Let me apply it to the context, figure out what, yeah. what makes sense. So, yeah. Um, I don't mind labels whatsoever. Um, <laughs> but it's, I also don't mind the term conservative. I think I am conservative, um, but when I say I'm a conservative, I mean, I mean it more so in the original sense. I mean, in, it, in the social sense, um, I am a lot of conservative. A lot of conservatives have become big government. I'm nowhere near big government conservative. Uh, I think actually that's an, that's an oxymoron. Doesn't make any sense. Um, nevertheless, um, <laughs> it's interesting because I haven't. I don't think I've actually referred to myself by this label for a while because of how things have changed a lot politically for a while. But I would describe myself as essentially a libertarian which will like oh some are probably gonna be like no no not sam not you but i am a libertarian i'm a libertarian or i'm also okay with an extremely small um small government so sorry small government conservative so libertarian or small government conservative um now interestingly some people call me a theonomist <laughs> which as a libertarian is interesting but in a weird way, I'm realizing that there is somewhat of a, so I, I don't call myself that, but some people say that I am because they say that um, there are different kinds of theonomy because my libertarianism, I think is still informed by scripture. Uh, so I'm a Christian libertarian. And in many ways, when it, so for example, one of the big ones is uh, when it came to how the government dealt with COVID. That's when my thoughts, someone said, well, Sam, you sound like a, like a theonomist. And I said, well, what does, it, what does the Bible say about what to do with those who are uh, sick and those who are not? And long story short, when it comes to leprosy in the in the scriptures, right? Leprosy, well, you quarantine the the sick and then the healthy live however uh, they please um, in terms of the work and things like that. And that's what I was saying when it came to COVID. Some say, well, your, re- your reasoning for that is a theonomist view. And what they were saying was, well, simply theonomy is what does the scripture say when it comes to politics? And um, so, again, I don't say that I'm a theonomist, but some say that I'm a very small, 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 you know, theonomist. Oh, I mean, theonomist. So, but generally, I say uh, libertarian, very, very small government conservative. That's where I, I would stand. Well, and, and I mean, the theonomy part is, is interesting because I think those that would sort of embrace that term would counter the argument saying everyone's a theonomist. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and the idea yeah. is that your moral po- guidepost yeah. is the means that you argue government should operate. Yeah. And that's equivalent to theonomy. You just don't use theology as the guidepost for your morality. Yes. Yep. Um, yep. And yep. so I, I think I, as I heard that, I was like, OK, I get it. The problem is that many people see theonomy, I think, as um, the the causing for like oh i want the social fabric part of government to be aligned with scripture and i think this is where you know me and you would probably align a lot with regards to the libertarian sort of christian libertarian um there's a very and this is sort of more so my my political philosophy regarding um you know the role of government the role of you know use romans 13 as largely um, a means to resolve interhuman disputes. So the role being more about, you know, when this to use the sword so that man doesn't take vengeance among himself, right? That we, we use objective standards to resolve dispute mm-hmm. where um, 
I think many conservatives, you know, and not the small government conservative, but but many conservatives would allow, would sort of want um, the social ideas that they value to be, you know, within the law rather than yeah. say, no, the, the law doesn't have a role here. And and so, you know, it not, not to go down any particular, um, you know, nuances or scenarios where it's tighter. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, the example that comes to my mind is like, you just use drugs as a good example, right? The idea That's that the we think it's morally think wrong, therefore it should be illegal, right? Yeah. And I would say that's theonomy. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's a theonomist. Actually, so I think, I'm not sure if theonomists, I mean, some theonomists would agree with you, but I would actually say that unless I'm completely off and that's possible, um, drugs are not banned um, in in the uh, Old Testament law. So I can say that, well, actually, um, the Old Testament, while uh, it was obviously, you know, it was a sin, morally wrong to be doing that. Uh, but if you were to be a drunkard or to be anything else, well, that's on that's that's on you. But the law did not really address that, unless I'm wrong. Um, although, obviously, there's certain things where if you're drunk and then you kill someone, right, that's, um, you know, that that's, uh, you'd be punished for that. So for me, um, and this was surprising. I mean, I wrote an article about this actually maybe four or five years ago, but um, I say, yeah, legalize all drugs, uh, which I'm probably really going to um, shock some people here. But I think the government doesn't have anything to do with that. Now, again, society, the church should really be helping out uh, people who have drug addictions. Absolutely. I think that will actually be a lot more effective than the government being involved. It only make things worse. Um, but yeah, drugs is where I say um, it should not be criminalized whatsoever and i would um it's not something that i'm too disturbed by but i would say that i think it'd be better if it were it was completely uh decriminalized no and and i mean you know without going down the rabbit hole because i could totally make some of the arguments for it but i think the reason i said theonomy is that the idea that oh um let's call it the the straw man version of a theonomist is is essentially oh they think this is morally wrong therefore it should be illegal yeah and my point is actually that I think a lot of conservatives and a lot of liberals operate in that manner. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and so arguably they're more theonomists than, than us as Christian libertarians, yeah. because we're like, no, the government shouldn't do that. No, the government shouldn't do that. No, the government shouldn't do that. Like, and, and we're limiting government's role on to things of, you know, as I said, resolution to dispute between yeah. harm between individuals. Um, yeah. You know, the, no victim, no crime sort of is a libertarian concept. But, you know, I think that I, and I think you would agree, we could use scripture as a basis for that. And, and I think the, with regards to drugs for any of the Christians or, or conservatives who are sort of were ruffling their feathers, my one liner is always, if someone within your family had a drug addiction problem, would you think locking them behind bars is the best means to restore mm. them to the responsibilities that you think mm. they should be ta- that they're mm. abdicating with this addiction? And and I would assume all everyone's going to say, oh yeah, okay, fine, no, I want to help my brother, I want to help my sister-in-law or or whoever it is, right? And and the way to help them might be really difficult, and you're not really sure what the answer is, but you're like, I don't think it's forcing them to go to jail. That's a great point. So, I mean, in, in terms of, you know, your political philosophy, if you sort of encounter new scenarios, um, you know, if someone sort of challenges you or makes you, you know, like the drug question that we sort of had, what would be sort of the things that you usually pull on? You know, as I said, I'm very principle based, but, you know, um, is there other principles or is it just, hey, what does scripture say? How do I reconcile this with scripture? And then. You know, how do you bring it to the law side or or the political side? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it largely it, it always comes down to okay, is this? Um, I'm trying to figure out how. I think it's usually is this a sin? One, if it's if it's a sin, in terms of whether it's drugs or whatever, if it's a sin, okay, then I know it's wrong. But then what is what does the Bible say is the role of the government? Um, and it is to punish evil. But what evil is it addressing? And I would say it is the evil of there being an evil that leads to a crime. Now, I'm speaking in terms of in um, in Romans 13, the Apostle Paul there is speaking 
not of the Old Testament law necessarily, although it does apply. He's also speaking the context of the of um, of Rome, right? So he's speaking in the context of even a secular society as well. So I'm thinking, okay, is this what does the Bible say about this? Is it a sin? Is this an injustice? And what is the role of the government when it comes to this? So that's largely how I deal with it. And again, I think that I would agree with you. If if someone has committed an injustice where they have robbed someone's unalienable rights, if that has happened, violated their property, the property, their person, that then leads, then there needs to be a punishment. But if their person or their property has not been harmed, then it is not the role. It's a role perhaps for the church, but not a role for the government to address. Mm -hmm. So the uh, last question that I that I can think of that I also asked uh, uh, Joe Boot regarding uh, the use of prisons and how does mm -hmm. that reconcile with, you know, essentially what you just said. You said punishment. And, and I would say that, you know, the Bible seems to be more so in line with restitution is is more so the punishment. Right. You must restore the person you've you've caused harm to. And, and that's some extent your punishment. And then we obviously have some exceptions being, you know, let's call it the ultimate depravities of, of mm -hmm. you know, murder, rape, those kind of things with capital punishment. Um, mm -hmm. So how do, how do you sort of think about our current use of prisons and, and how does that reconcile with a biblical take of punishment? I've not thought too deeply about that, to be honest with you. Um, I've thought a lot more about capital punishment, things like that, and how a lot of people are moving away from that. I support, of course, capital uh, uh, punishment or uh, I should say death penalty especially um, but I, I I have thought a lot more about well I have been thinking in terms of what would that look like in terms of restitution but not as a replacement for prisons necessarily uh, not that you're saying that um, I don't mind the role of of um, imprisonment but 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 there are but, but see, part of the difficulty is, um, is this is where some will recognize that okay, I'm not a really a theonomist, and, you know. Although some theonomists would, would agree with me with this, is that how I how I interpret the Old Testament laws when it comes to politics is that of course we are not Israel, uh, we're not called to um, to restore Israel in any way in our nations. But clearly, the Old Testament does apply to how we understand justice. Um, so I want to apply the Old Testament law as best as I can in my um, in in our nations or in my nation. So I'm not going to. Um, I, I wouldn't think that I am supposed to replicate every law in in the same manner, but. In a, in a somewhat subjective or practical way, there are certain things where I might say, you know what, in this case here, it should be imprisonment. But this other case, it should be restitution. Whereas in the scriptures, it might always be restitution, right? It for the time of people of Israel. So that's just how I generally see it. But I've not thought too deeply about it. And I'm, I, I might be in the wrong. When it comes to my political philosophy, I wasn't always a libertarian. I became a libertarian maybe 2016, maybe. So um i i could end up you know changing that view as well too so i'm much more practical on my political philosophy than i am on other things no and i think that's good i think you know that there is i i, I would say simply we we should be engaging the conversation because you know use a simple example of like you know we spend how much money to imprison somebody we, you know what's what's the societal cost to imprisoning people and is this actually the best means of of you know let's call it policing society for for an oversimplification um and i think you know the way you worded it is right like oh you know what restitution would make more sense in this context and and i think the other thing that we undervalue with restitution is the idea of grace because many times that would lead for the opportunity for forgiveness and grace because you know, a little bit more understanding of here's the punishment, right? The whole, hey, you owe them a, a cattle for this punishment. Obviously, the old yeah. school Jewish, yeah. you know, Torah reference here. But but that created the opportunity for forgiveness to say, you know what? Half or whatever, right? Like yeah. the, the ability for the person who was offended to actually reconcile 
Yeah. I would argue our current system removes that. I agree with right? you. I, I, you, I agree. You're looking for closure because they got the punishment they deserved. Yes. Which, yeah. you know, so right. yeah, it's, it's right. an interesting. Hmm. So now I basically, we're at the end of the show. Uh, as we always do, what's your two cents? I mean, I think you've already sort of said it. We'll come back to the, the Kanye piece. Uh, if you want to just sort of give a, a last minute wrap up, I think I already know what you're going to say, but um, yeah. Um, what's your two yeah. cents? <laughs> yeah. I think Kenny's Kenny's. Um, uh, Kanye's words are anti-Semitic. Um, I, I believe that's in my, you know, I don't think there's any doubt um, of that. But more than that, I think as a Christian, so now what do I do about it? Um, because some people are influenced by my words. I want to make that position very clear. Um, I want people to understand, as I said in the article, that I hate woke ideology. I despise it. But I don't despise it because it's coming from leftist i hate it because it's coming from satan i hate it because it's sin um i by the grace of god i hate sin so the best way i can love kanye is to hate his sins and the mm. people who are defending kanye and they're saying but he's our brother that's not how you support your brother man you support your brother by not supporting his sin uh, so they call kanye, him out on his bs <laughs> exactly and what, what scares me is so many people are defending Kanye online. How is that going to make him repent? How is that going to make him grow more in Christ? I don't think it will whatsoever. Um, you know, that's assuming he really is a believer, and I have my doubts of that, uh, sadly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, so what I'm saying is I want us to really, if we hate woke ideology, if we hate it, let's be consistent, man. Let's love the gospel. Let us hold fast to what is good and let us hate evil. That's what God says. That's not what I'm saying. That's what God says. So let's hold to that. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say, I think um, he's definitely been reckless with his words. He's definitely been careless with his words in a manner that is not productive. Um, I think that um, he's definitely been deceived by the sin that's been done against him in in terms of, you know, the, the, the groups, of, the people that he's associating with, um, or, or sorry, the people that he is you know, puts in the category of the Jews or, or as Jewish people that, that he's sort of um, broadening some comments about. I think the sins that have happened against him or, or the harm that he's experienced is deceiving him. And and the question becomes, for me, um, I'm still a little bit hesitant to go, is there hatred here? It seems like it. I'm leaning in that direction and I'm sort of waiting for, let's call it the, the, the confirmation. Um and, and I don't want to say that I'm defending him, but I have a little, little bit of reservation to go, okay, you know, what's really going on here? Because, uh, sorry, go ahead. So sorry to cut you off. I, I didn't mean to, sorry. Um, no, no, but I, I just want you to understand, um, it's generally out of curiosity. What, it's not some kind of gotcha or something. It really is out <laughs> of curiosity. Um, what would that confirmation look like? Um, I think sort of, let's say, ramping up of hatred in, in a manner that seems beyond the people that have harmed him. Because when I hear the like, so even, you know, when he's talk making reference to Netanyahu, if I'm not mistaken, he was, he would put Netanyahu in the Zionist category. Um, Probably. Yeah. And, That'd and, be the implication so, from what he was saying. Right. And, and so a lot of his mocking comments from Netanyahu is that attributed to Zionist as opposed to the Jews in general. Right. So a confirmation that he's calling all Jews killers and, and pedophiles you know, as opposed to, um, let's say a subsect who justifies such behavior. Right. And so I'm just looking for where is the trend, is the trend continuing towards anti-Semitism? Because I, I would agree he's definitely in that direction. And, and obviously if I knew his heart, I could judge, I could actually judge him to know where he does fall. Um, and I think what I said earlier, just the, the, excessive amount of things that I feel like I need to reconcile to his anti-Semitism because it's sort of like um, comments that all groups of people are good, but all groups of people have the propensity towards evil, right? Is, is sort of going, okay, so you say that, but then you're also saying these comments that people want to classify as anti-Semitic. And I can understand why on the surface there, there definitely seems like you're going in that direction. Um, I just have a level of the other side of it is I have a level of reservation when 
mainstream and everyone is against him, right? When when everyone's calling to cancel him, I'm just sort of like, okay, I need, I want to wait, I want to have pause to go. I'm looking for my own confirmation, and you know, to reference our past uh, podcast, we did the podcast on Hockey Canada and the the rape culture concerns and all that craziness, and um, I took forever to read on it because I was afraid I was just going to be reading sort of like surface level commentary, you know, that, that wasn't substantive. And so that's, you know, I took until sort of now, this is like what, you know, six months, eight months later, let's say the good and the bad articles have been written. And so the ability to sort of weed through and, and find out more, um, is sort of, you know, in that Sam example, I didn't even want to talk about it until Darnell was like, we got to do a podcast on this. I was like, oh, fine. I got to read all these articles now and figure out what really happened because, you know, the cancel culture straw manning is just so hard to, to, to get through if you're just reading the first things that come up. Right. And, and you're not really taking the time to, to do your due diligence. And that's why I said, like, I listened to the Alex Jones podcast like three times because I'm like, trying to find the really bad comment that I can go, okay, here's when he said this, that I'm like, we can't, that, you know, there's no misunderstanding, right? Like, I don't know if you noticed this, if you didn't watch it, there's a, uh, I'll put it in the show notes page where there's a video for him as the beforehand. It was like a, some guy, I guess who was driving him around. He basically wanted to get the net for his head and he had the Yoohoo as a way to say Netanyahu. So like this mask on his face was partly about like he maybe the mask piece was part one, but part two was like he had the Yoohoo drink that it was just like all of this like creative, you know, again, I go to the musical genius comment. I see all of that coming through in weird ways that make me go like, is he view this as like an, an art that he's crafting this like, you know, conversation. And, and it's just sort of, again, peculiar to me and i can't quite reconcile all the pieces at this point and that leaves me in a manner of like i'm not going to defend him but i'm also not going to condemn him um i think that kanye could be a very skillful anti-semitic <laughs> i so everything he said um i yeah he, he, he could be creative in every way but i think how is still coming out is that it's anti-Semitic, but, um, you know, and that's yeah, why but, I started with that deceived by his pain, right? Like, because I do, I definitely can tell that there's been, you know, um, people that he's worked with in his career who have harmed him yeah. and, and he classifies them as the Jews. And yeah. so is that much like we would say for, for other groups of people, sometimes the, the individual harm you have causes your perspective of things to be skewed. Yeah, and, and I so, think, yeah, that's true for a lot of feminists, uh, the Me Too movement. That's true for a lot of woke people. Uh, but I think we don't give them the kind of grace leeway. I wouldn't use grace because yeah. I, I don't think that's grace, right? But I think we we don't excuse them the way we are excusing Kanye. I think again, we're giving him too much credit. Uh, well, and I, th I think the problem is the contradictory side of it, right? Like with a, with a, you know, me too, or feminist movement there, there isn't sort of like contradictory things coming out of his mouth or their mouth that you go like, but, but they are right. So a woke person says, I love what I love white people. I just hate whiteness. Right. They'll say that. Well, sometimes they're white. It's like, well, I love my mom. I love my parents, but white you know whiteness is a problem yeah. so i think there are so many contra contradictions as well too but i think that because we don't know these people as well as we think we know kanye uh because mm. we don't admire these people the same way we admire kanye we're a lot more willing to give them to say well it must be because of their genius yeah no and and, and i think um, comes... yeah <laughs> yeah and, and i mean i think for me the 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 comment also about like where I'm saying they're not they're, the the contradictory statement is more, you know, his his pro proclamation of being saved, and and you know the actions that are very much like, um, you know, anti-establishment, but at the same time, um, being very like 
I love everybody. Right again, I go back to like what he said about, you know, um, the microphone comment or other. You know, again, I know you're saying it's it's propaganda, but again, the is he being deceived by the propaganda or is he trying to make reference to the fact that like, it's almost like we can't reference the good things they did before they did the ultimate evil. Again, if he's saying yeah. that, that's a different comment than how he's articulated it. But that's mm-hmm. me trying to reconcile the fact that like they don't doesn't all quite line up. And yeah. and if it did, I'd be a hundred percent okay. Yeah, anti-Semite, no question asked. It's mm-hmm. no brainer, right? Um, yeah, M- maybe the best comparison I could I could uh, have from the other side would be Kyle James Howard. Um, uh, he is a professing Christian and he is super woke. And mm. a lot of people will say, yeah, that guy, you know, he seems to say some brilliant things, that's unifying. But then the next minute he's saying that's not something that sounds really racist. But then it's like, well, but then he, his wife is not black, so he cannot be, but all, a lot of these things. And I'm like, well, and then they said, but, he, but he's a, he, he professes to be Christian, he goes to a church and all that. I'm like, well, you can only go by what he's saying. And yeah. sometimes yeah. he will say things that sounds good. Like I said, the devil doesn't always say everything. That is, or not, some of the devil's words sound good or are good, but the reasons why he is saying it is to cover for the things that he is saying that are bad. And that's what yeah. deception is. Deception, well, if Kanye was, so go ahead. I was just going to say, that's the one thing about Kanye is like, he doesn't seem to try to cover for his other comment, right? Like, he's like, no, no, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, my point, you know, so there's like, I don't disagree with you in terms of the parallel because I think you've drawn a, a really good parallel. And I think, for someone who's knows the guy, and if they were in a parallel to me of being like, I'm still reserving judgment. I'm not quite there. We would sort of understand it because you're like, but you're like, you'll get there. Don't worry. Right. Like in terms of if, with the level of knowledge that you have on this individual and the comments that they've made. Right. So I think with Kanye, I sort of view it as it's still evolving and we're going to see for sure where he falls. I, I'd be shocked if, if all of a sudden this just like goes away and he somehow tries to run for president and this kind of rhetoric is like gone. Right. Um, mm. So I think it's, it's an interesting, interesting dilemma we find ourselves in because go back to the idea of like, he makes comments about, you know, the porn industry and pedophilia and, and different things that, and that's where I would say like, you know, we're like, okay, I see where he's coming from. I agree with a lot of those comments in terms of the like Instagram reference and, and those kind of things. Right. So it's again, for me, it's just deferring judgment as opposed to saying, Oh, okay, let's defend him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. yeah we, we I, had I, a good... I was going to say, I knew we didn't totally agree, which is why I thought <laughs> no. as you're about to yeah. say, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, I am, um, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but obviously we, we do disagree on that. And either way, I know it's a good conversation. I know we get a lot of people uh, to hear, um, and they can see they can see how you're wrong and how I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. Uh, I I'm love just, it. I love it. I'm just no, teasing. No, I'm teasing. Yeah, of course, man. And, and on that note, six cents makes change. But you heard me. Does that make sense? Madden and Mitchell Media.